Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. All right, Daniel, we got an interesting question from Robin today. Talking about a little home improvement. And I think it's interesting because, well, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's interesting because uh, she is... uh, I think getting ahead of herself a little bit, Robin. We're going to talk it about away. it. No spoilers. All right, here we go. Robin, hit us with your question. DIY. Hi, DIY guys. This is Robin from Southern California, Riverside County. And my question is, while I am working on getting my house upgraded with home improvements, how do I also save for a rainy day? Oh, here we go, Daniel. How are you going to start this one? So there's a few assumptions, I guess, uh, in Robin's question. Uh, How do I save for a rainy day? Kind of insinuates that maybe there is no savings for a rainy day yet. There is no sort of emergency fund or something established. And so uh, I would say if that's the case, I would very much prioritize uh, that emergency fund first prior to the home improvement, barring the fact that any of those home improvements are like health and safety related home improvements. I mean, if your water heater is out and you have no hot water to wash your hands or bathe, then by all means, replace your water heater. That's part of your emergency fund, I guess. Uh, but if this is like painting or, you know, updating the kitchen or, or doing things that you can really primarily live without, uh, but they would be nice to have, then I would say focus on getting that emergency fund built up first. Now, if you already have some level of emergency fund or, or you've got the, uh, you know, sort of the somewhere between the two to six months emergency fund that we have talked about in the past, and you're talking about doing home improvements while still continuing to set aside some funds and not totally blowing everything on home improvements, then I would say you've got to create a disciplined idea of uh, based upon that margin that's in your budget. The uh, you, So you've tracked, you, you've kind of created a budget, et cetera, and you have this margin that can go to either home improvements or savings, you have to kind of commit to a percentage. Just split it up some particular way. You might say, you know, I'm, I'm going to dedicate 20% uh, to continuing to save, and the other 80% is going to go into my kind of home improvement fund. And whatever I have in there at any particular time, I can go to Lowe's or Home Depot or your favorite home improvement store, buy some stuff. But that's my budgeted amount. That other 20% is the rainy day fund uh, for other stuff. So I do like the fact that you're you're thinking ahead. You're not going all in on home improvement and saying, you know what, I'm just going to spend it all there. Uh, I'm going to realize that as I do home improvement, there's inevitably going to be something else that happens. The car is going to need brakes. Uh, someone's going to get sick or there's just going to be some other life event. And I don't want to have all this cash tied up in uh, remodeling and HGTVing my home. I think it's great. Um, <clears throat> your answer I want to hit on a couple things, Uh, two things. One is the overall steps. Uh, For those that are new to the podcast, you will get this. We do not deviate on this. And then I want to talk about unwinding or repairing a mistake, uh, if that is, in fact, what is transpiring here. 
First of all, um, the steps are real simple. Uh, be tracking and uh, developing an actual budget so that you can live within your means. I read a statistic. It's common. It's floating around 400. It's going to be a political talking point for sure. Uh, $400 away, 40-some percent of Americans are $400 away from a life-altering uh, financial crisis. $400. Uh, so basically, uh, our audience, that's uh, you know a good majority, a good, a good number of you. So step number one is, is taking a hold of, and I don't care the age. I don't care the age, the experience, or the dollar amount. This is one thing. I, 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 it doesn't matter how much people make. Uh, I have seen it in uh, five figures, six figures, and seven-figure income where it's paycheck to paycheck. But ultimately, uh, the first step is tracking expenses, having a budget so that you can develop margin. What is margin? The difference between your income and your outgo, and it's a positive number. That means you have excess number. You have an excess income supply to start doing things with. And, it, and, it, and that can be developed in two forms. One, you can cut your way to margin or you can create your way to margin. Uh, two subject matters, totally unrelated. One is simply just, again, looking at your overall expenses and saying, what do I have to have in order to live? And what do I want? I'll have a box of those. Give me two of those. Give me six of those. What are my needs and what are my wants? Well, you cut the wants and you focus on the needs. Uh, that is a way to develop margin. The other way is creating additional income. That is uh, looking uh, around, maybe maybe selling items, maybe uh, getting involved in eBay, uh, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, whatever the case is. Or that could be a second job, could be a part-time job, uh, could be you know renting out a bedroom in your home, Airbnb style. Could be a variety of things. Uh, that's creating margin by increasing the income that has to be done ultimately long term you might increase your education to get a better job uh, maybe you're looking uh met with some folks the other day and uh i said you don't make enough money and he said well i know and i said no i'm not i'm not trying to be rude like you don't for what you're doing in this environment you need to look for another job you need to meet with someone and and look over the resume Get the resume freshened up, put it out there, get a recruiting, and get a better job, make more money. Oh, you think I could do that? Yeah, I should. I do. I absolutely do. And you need to do it right now. So that's the first step is to create margin. What do you do with that margin? Well, I have $1,000 fast cash. That's for new tires. Brakes go out. Uh, man, I, you know, I, I'm, at, I'm at the store, and, and uh, I, I've got to buy this new thing, and I don't have it. Ugh, well, that's the $1,000. That's what it's there for. That's step number one. Step number two, three months of emergency. Three months of emergency. Now, these steps are, are developed, and they are put in place for a purpose. This is the order. Fast cash emergency fund. Emergency fund is three months at minimum. Some people like more. That's fine. I, I, I say three months. That's kind of our mantra, three months. After that, after that, then you direct the margin to... A few places, and this is really kind of boils down to what your goals and objectives are. First and foremost, I think that it is the bad, bad credit card debt, if you will, the bad, bad debt, the things that are out there that you just don't need to have. Then the bad debt, which is, you know, auto loans, student loans. And then finally, uh, the home, the mortgage. Now, again, maybe different financial goals, different, you know, et cetera. 
But tucked into that and the use of margin can be can be used for and saved for things like Christmas or an annual family vacation or home remodeling. You know, the home remodel is going to be $6,000. You have the ability to put $500 away, then sock $500 away. And in a year, you can do the home remodel. Oh, but Quinn, I don't, you know, I don't want to wait. I don't, that's the problem in our society. Nobody wants to wait. Nobody wants to be patient. You want to, you know, have all that stuff now, then you got to find a way to make more money maybe. I mean, you, you, can, you can get past the waiting, but you might have to do additional things. I, I mean, it's, it, it, this is not rocket science, but it does boil down to your overall disciplined approach. And we don't, have, we don't have patience in our society. I know that about myself. I don't have patience. But long ago, I made a decision, well, if I want to do these things, I'm going to have to put off for several years some things I want to do right now. I want to write. I want to paint. I want to sculpt something massive. I want to... To build a business, to get myself into a situation where I can do things that I want to do, where I can make a good deal of money, because I want to be able to do them. But in the beginning, holy cow, I had to wait a very, very long time. Daniel's in the same camp. He'd do the same thing. So again, if you are wanting to do some of these things ahead of time and you're going to put yourself, you're going to just continue down the same path you're in. Now, Robin, Robin, let's assume that you're, rain, you're using your rainy day fund. Well, it's very difficult if you are putting this money out there to save for, I mean, I don't know how you're going to pull additional money to be saving your, your spending. So I think you have to be, if you've not properly budgeted or prepared for this expense and you're using maybe emergency funds or you're using funds, then I think you have to look at it strategically and you have to say, okay, do I want to utilize all my liquidity for this? Meaning, if, if you are doing a home remodel project, uh, do you want to zap your emergency fund or do you want to take out a loan? Do you want to use some home equity line of credit? Do you want to use, uh, uh, you know, whatever available credit you have? Now, do, am I condoning that? And is this individual advice? Absolutely not. But you have to evaluate and say, do I want to deplete my emergency fund? Because what Daniel said is true. What happens if you put all this money into the remodel and now all of a sudden your car goes out? Well, then... You know, now you got, you know, you're going to have to use credit. So I think you're going to have to strategically sort of look at it and say, okay, what do I want to use? What do I want to uh, borrow? What do I want to do in this manner so that I don't completely deplete my emergency fund? Uh, if you have maybe been doing project after project and you're looking at additional projects and you don't have emergency funds, then stop what you're doing. I mean, don't do it. I mean, it's as simple as that. So I think, again, what, what you don't want to do is you don't want to set yourself up for an environment where you run into multiple problems and you've depleted your liquidity and then, therefore, you can't kind of get ahead. You, you're, now, you, now you're pushed back way too far. So, number one, follow the steps for those of you out there. Number two, if you're in a situation where you haven't followed the steps, you got to revisit the roadmap and figure out 
how are you going to make a U-turn and get back to where you need to be? Daniel, what else do you have to add to that? I think that covers most of it. Well, there you go, Robin. Thanks so much for your call. If you're new to the show, thanks for listening. You can always send us a question via your smartphone. Just hit the uh, voice record app if you are on an Apple device. Record your question. Email it to us, podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. If you have an Android phone, you got to download some app out there to do it. Uh, So there's an additional step there. But if we use your question as we used Robin's on air today, we will send you a $25 Amazon gift card for your participation. Let us know your question and where you're from. And then we will, again, send you via email your Amazon gift card. A couple of other housekeeping odds and ends. We are uh, ramping up our email newsletter. So if you are not on our email newsletter, the best way to subscribe, go to our website, DIYmoney.org. That's DIYmoney.org. And you can put your email in on the right-hand side, or uh, there's a pop-up, I believe, one of those annoying pop-ups, but you go there once and it shouldn't pop up again. Uh, You can check out our Instagram, DIY.money. That's DIY.money. Or our Twitter, which is DIYmoneyQ. That's at DIYmoneyQ. All right, friends, the secret to wealth is really simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us, and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card.